Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. That's right. It's about to begin. It already has begun. Welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. We get together every week at this time to bring you the latest news from the automotive world, new models, Mm -hmm. new developments, and Les Jackson. Hello, Les Jackson. Hey there, Fred. Welcome once again. Here we are. Uh, at the command post, I, I, whatever whatever we call our <laughs> the folding studio. table that uh, we yes. put together. It has three legs, but uh, it works. Hey, hey, you know it, it does work. Yeah, uh, we're going to start this hour with Porsche. It's set to go public, and this could be the biggest initial public offering in German history. Pretty big story for the folks over there, isn't it? Big deal. Big deal. Uh, and, it, and actually, it's a great time in the stock market to. Not that I know anything about the stock market. <laughs> Your financial advisor, Les Jackson. That, yeah, well, it's actually our cat. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's hard to believe, but the Nissan Leaf has been around for a decade. Wow. And we'll tell you about the updates in 2023. By the way, I was uh, here at an event in here in D.C. back in 2008 when they introduced what would become the leaf and we drove it around what what it was was a cube that had been electrified yeah the old cube i remember that from uh from those days yeah i i actually went on the launch of that vehicle and it was really amazing i thought wow yeah very quiet and uh pretty, pretty cool stuff and then dodge is set to reveal it's performance, high-performance vehicles. Uh, what we are talking about is, well, the future, the electric Hellcat. And apparently they put a lot of effort into making an electric car sound like a performance car. So we're excited to see what they've come up with, right? And I imagine it'll be every bit as fast as the Hellcat. Or faster, yeah. Or faster. Uh, and hey, um, how can you get a license plate that costs $24 million? <laughs> well, there's one available if you want it uh, in California, Les. I, they they don't have any takers for it. Maybe you can say, hey, I'll offer you $23.5 for it. What do you think? I I have a license plate right here on my on my shelf. It's a 1963 Arlington, Virginia license. I'm going to put it up for sale. Uh, what are you going to ask for it? I... Hey, hundred thousand. <laughs> that, that seems fair. Yeah, you might get a taker, someone that wants to get into uh, that, and uh, don't you know. think so. All right. Well, uh, so we got that, and we're gonna have from you an at the wheel review of the Ford Escape Hybrid. Absolutely. Um, How was that vehicle? I'll tell you, it's something you can easily fall in love with. Wow. It really is. Wow. Um, 
We'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, all that coming up on Cruise Control. That's a lot to get to. We'll have even more than that. So stay tuned to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. We'll be right back. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. It's us. We're here, as we always are. And uh, we are going to start off with, with big doings over at Porsche. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're about to launch an IPO, which means you can invest in them if you like. And uh, it could be, they say, one of the biggest in German history. Don't, wouldn't they know? Um uh, well, I guess that sounds better than saying it is the biggest. Oh, I don't know. But uh, initial public offering, if you're wondering right. what an IPO is. Um, big deal. It's a big deal. And what does it mean for the brand? Well, it means a lot more money for them, right? Oh, it, it, yeah. I mean, when, you, when you've when you got uh, a massive stock offering, uh, you, you build up all this capital to invest in the company. And um you don't have to borrow it, which is which is wonderful. And you know, it's a solid company. It's been around seventy years, something like that. I mean, yeah. when Rivian did this, and Rivian is much smaller than uh, Porsche, and basically has very little history, they raised uh, twelve billion dollars. So, uh, yeah. You know, Porsche could be worth as much as $95 billion. I I think even in this weird kind of inflationary stocks up and down period, I think I think they're gonna have a lot of buyers. And yes. and you know, they say you're never supposed to buy a stock because you like the product. I, I initially thought that as a kid, it's like, well, I use XYZ and I really like it. Uh right. Or like Chevy, so I'll buy GM stock. You're supposed to buy it because it will go up, or you're getting in on the base. But but when you're buying an established company like this, I mean, I guess how do you get the growth? Boy, did you ever think we'd be discussing <laughs> finance here on the I, show? <laughs> I never did. And and the fact is, and this is true, um, if you want to know what to invest in, just. Just ask me, and if I think it's a stupid idea of a company, <laughs> invest in it because you'll make a fortune. This is true. I've got a whole litany of of these over the years. Wow! Uh, so I'm a terrible judge. Of- well, uh, you know, you know the main driving for- force behind the company. Guess what vehicle in their lineup is the most popular selling? Would it be an SUV? Yeah, Cayenne. Hmm. Which actually, Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Remember when there was much hand-wringing when they were going to bring out the Cayenne? What will happen? Yep. yep. Although I drove the Cayenne when they brought it out, and I thought, wow, this thing's pretty good. It's pretty solid. Yeah, I've driven yeah. a number of them. Uh, even the base models are, are really, really nice. And uh, that is the driving force behind sales. So, hmm. so what would they do with all this money? Well. Uh, they could keep developing synthetic fuel, which will take a lot of money. Right. We've talked about that. They'll it, also electric, electrify, and electric mm-hmm. 
their vehicles. One thing they won't do, we're not redesigning the 911. <laughs> it's going to look well, the same way. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean. No need cheapest, to, to redo that one. Cheapest budget in the automotive industry. Um, I think they may spend some money developing a fuel cell. Oh, that's interesting. That is you know, Volkswagen's behind them. Yeah, Volkswagen's huge. That's $105 billion, the Volkswagen Group. Yeah. Uh, that's what they're worth. Um, Porsche could become the fifth most valuable automotive company mm. uh, behind BYD. I'm not sure what BYD is. What is that? Do you know what BYD I, is? I'm not either. I looked that up. And uh, that puts them also in front of Daimler. Ford, GM, Honda, BMW, and Stellantis. So we know who they are. But um, so, yeah, it could lead to some interesting developments, couldn't it? Uh, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of a lot of different things from from the folks at Porsche. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it will be great. And uh, they're going ahead with this plan in the fourth quarter of this year. If you plan on investing, and uh, it's a go, so <laughs> we'll talk about that. Let us know what you think Porsche will do with the money. My bet is on synthetic fuel because I think they yeah. want to keep those uh, pistons moving up and down in a uh, in a sustainable, clean way. I think somebody will do that, and I yep, ju- I, ju- will. I just wonder though if there will be an understanding that you can have a a clean fuel, uh, and that everything doesn't all have to be electric. We don't have to be monolithic in our solution to this. So, no, it, we've said this many times. The solutions are going to be many and varied. Absolutely. All right. Um, well, to be. well, when we come back, we're going to talk about the Nissan Leaf celebrating a decade of existence and getting an update. So, stay tuned. Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Stubb. He is Les Jackson, and you are on Cruise Control. Welcome back. We are uh, taking on a ride around the automotive industry and uh, a lot going on. We told you about the Porsche IPO, initial yep. public offering. It's going to be a big deal. And... Um, Let's talk about another vehicle that was a big deal. Uh, a lo- well, a while ago, about ten years ago, uh, I was saying I went to the launch of this vehicle. You even saw the the precursor of uh, right. this vehicle, and it is none other than the Nissan Leaf. Uh, hard to believe it's been around for ten years, and it was a bit. The look of it was a bit polarizing when it first came out. They were almost trying a little too hard. The current one. Looks a lot more. Yeah, I don't it looks, know. It looks um, hatchbackish. Yeah, hatchbackish. It's got the two-tone uh, Nissan look, which is great, and it's been refreshed for 2023. The prices start at an affordable twenty-seven thousand eight hundred dollars. If I think they still qualify for the seventy-five hundred dollar tax credit, so that brings it down to very low twenties. Yeah. Um, that they, they've kind of simplified their offerings this year. Uh, the S that has a 40 kilowatt hour battery 
That has a range of 149 miles. Not a lot. That's the one that's at 27,800. The uh, S Plus uh, has, uh, uh, the SV Plus has a 60 kilowatt hour battery. And uh, that has an estimated EPA range of 212 miles, 35,800. Um, they have kind of, as I said, kind of simplified these things. Um, yeah, now that's $8,000 for 20 more kilowatts. Um, that, that I would have to think twice about that because if I'm buying an electric car, it's probably for local you know, everyday stuff. Well, yeah. Uh, 149 miles um, is, is plenty. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's a, I think they've made the vehicle look better. Actually, I like the wheels too, the look of the wheels. Um, uh, once again, I'm not fond of the, you and I almost never agree on the wheels, but we do from time <laughs> to time. But usually we don't. I, I don't, I, you know, I don't, Dislike. I just don't care for those, um, but wouldn't it, wouldn't keep me from buying it. I think they've made it much more mainline, though. You know, you look at yeah, the interior; yeah. it, it looks like a Nissan product. It's a it's a car. I think people have decided they don't need something that looks different to be an electric car. It's somewhat no. different, but not not out there. But uh, I remember driving this uh, through the countryside of uh, Nashville, and it was it was very pleasant to drive. Quiet, really. I think it might have been the first time that I realized that electric cars are fun to drive and have a pretty good acceleration. Yeah, um, I, uh, I I I know two friends that have Leafs. Um, I see Leafs all the time uh, down here in the uh, Northern Virginia area. Uh, very popular, very affordable. I'm not saying cheap. Uh, right. Um, and and uh, super reliable. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. While we're, while we're talking about electric vehicles, we've been telling you about Dodge moving to electrify or go fully electric on their performance vehicles. Eventually the Hellcat will go away in its current form, but it will come back. And, you know, we wondered, uh, we had uh, some of the executives on from Dodge and we said, well, how, you know, you're all about the sound. You're all about that, that throaty exhaust. How are you going to do that with an electric vehicle? And he said, get ready because their engineers have been working on this and you're going to be excited when you hear it. You're not going to be disappointed. Hmm. All right. Well, Dodge Speed Week at the Dodge Speed Week event that's coming up in August between uh, the 12th and 20th of August. Uh, they are going to reveal three new products. And uh, one of them will probably be a plug-in hybrid Dodge SRT Durango. Uh, and uh, there'll be uh, potentially the Hornet, inexpensive Hornet, uh, will be coming out. And the next one would be a Challenger Hellcat Alternative, which is the one that's going to be all EV and will po possibly be the best sounding EV out there. What do you think they're going to do to make it sound you know, like a hell. Well, I think it'll just be a, you know, a, a, 
a loudspeaker underneath. <laughs> like one of those giant uh, curved ones you see at concerts <laughs> mount, mounted. Civil, civil defense. <laughs> yeah, going, rotating uh, around with motor. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, it. It, oh, go ahead. How about how about like that big speaker that they had on the Blues Brothers on top of the old police right, car? Right, right. That's <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> it's it's subtle. It's, it's attractive subtle. and subtle. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know that's what we stand for. Yeah, um, you know what would be cool is with an electric vehicle. I think the day isn't far away where the parents of the teenagers uh, using those will be able to set maximum speed in mm -hmm. them because mm -hmm. it's just a matter of, of software. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> 10, I, 10 miles somehow, an hour and the flashers are always on. <laughs> it's like, I can't get on yep. the highway. I've got a wide open. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, it's I, somehow I, I, I enjoy that thought, but yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, well, I I think it's going to be interesting. I if if there is one reservation I have about electric cars, I do will miss the sound of a throaty V eight, and but I think it's it's open technology on what to make it sound like. You know, I and, think a nice little rumble. I, I I don't like any of them being loud. Mm -hmm really loud but and as a lot of people are complaining yeah uh, well maybe it'll be loud inside but yeah know, maybe you know there's technology now um and kia's been using it, it's used other where places where maybe just the driver will hear it but your passenger yeah. could be listening to music and you won't hear the music that your passenger's listening to so who knows who knows what will happen? We'll we'll have to see, but it we don't have to wait too long. That's right. It's uh, in August, and I'm sure Tim Kinesis might join us uh, during that week. And I have a feeling we'll be having him on the show then. Yeah, to talk a little bit about it. So good stuff, good stuff yeah. from the folks over at Dodge. Um, hey, let's talk a little tech, shall we? Let's do that. Uh, you know. Do you, this is, this is, I'm putting you on the spot here. Do you remember when the tire, tire pressure warning systems were mandated? The ones that tell yeah. you how much tire pressure you have? Yeah, that was right after the Ford Firestone uh, hearings uh, and all sorts of things. About 2004, I think they were mandated. All right. Well, now Continental is saying they want to build something called a battery impact detection system or bid hmm. which is kind of analogous in many ways to the tire pressure warning system to let you know if your battery has been punctured or damaged in any way uh and then you can do something about it uh they have a continental current sensor module or CSM that will help monitor for damage or over temperature warnings and overall health on the road and during rapid charging. I think it's a good idea, don't you? I think it's a great idea. Um, th this is we're, we're seeing more and more uh, battery fires um, in in vehicles 
Um, and these batteries are extremely dangerous um, because they, they pack huge amounts of energy. We'll, we'll talk um, uh, more about this when we come back on Cruise Control. Stay tuned. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We'll be right back. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Fred and I were talking about uh, Continental's um, foray into creating a, a battery impact detection system. A bid. A bid. <laughs> Not um, a bib, a bid. <laughs> bid, B-I-D. And it's a great idea because uh, if if these lithium ion batteries and the and similar technologies, um, if they get if they get an internal short or <clears throat> get punctured, bad things can happen fast. So yeah, yeah very, I like the idea. Very bad things, and um, it's a story I had pulled about a week ago. We didn't get to do it, but. Uh, tell you one scenario where a Tesla had been wrecked uh, in an accident. It didn't catch fire at the accident scene or whatever, but was brought to a salvage yard and the insurance adjuster was going to come there and look at it, probably total it because it was pretty heavy damage, airbags off and a, a number of things. And uh, just sitting there, it went into thermal runaway and yep. and started on fire. The fire department came and they poured water on it it wouldn't go out i don't know if they use foam i don't know if foam would work for that mm, I, I don't think so but um eventually what they did is they they got the uh uh you know front end loader to like basically build a trench and they just flooded it you know made like a swimming pool and flooded the car with water uh, and it eventually stopped. And they call it thermal runaway, right? What happens? It you can't stop it. It's just shorting out, or what? It's what's what's actually happening is that it, it it's almost like a like a, uh, a a chemical discharge internally that's creating enormous energy, and it just keeps feeding on itself. And there's there's nothing, no way to stop it. Because it it doesn't respond to to water or foam or so lack of oxygen, it's creating its own. So there's uh, no energy. way to have like in a race car in a drag car, they have you're mandated to have a a battery cutoff switch on the back of the car. So if the car flips well, over, everything, the emergency, yeah, every boom, every car made since '96 uh, has. Um, Every, every car, whether it's electric or not, uh, if it's in a crash, um, it, it has a fuel shut off mm -hmm. automatic. And if it's electric, it has a, a battery shut off uh, to the car. But right. the battery itself can internally start short off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and once it does, I, I don't recommend this. But if you go on YouTube, you can see lots of controlled experiments where where uh, technicians take cell phone batteries, put them on the ground, drive a nail through them, 
<laughs> and and you see the incredible energy that comes out of that cell phone battery. Wow. And that's just it's, the it's cell short phone term. battery. Yeah. yeah, it's short term, but man, you don't want to get close to it. Well, I, I've read some things where people are developing blankets, almost like a car cover that you would drop over yeah. the car. Fire department would carry these, and then that kind of smothers it out. It could take a long, at least it would probably contain the fire, I guess, but. Uh, That's about it. Probably not good to burn batteries and plastic and stuff. Uh, I'm just thinking that. No. Not, not good to no. be around that unless you have some kind of mask on, right? That's true. And remember a few years back, the cell phone that I had, um, the famous one that I lost uh, during the uh, New York Auto Show. Yes. Uh, later that year, I kept my pocket kept feeling too warm and the battery was getting hotter and hotter all the time. And it eventually failed, uh, didn't catch on fire, but or, it, or sear your leg. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Interesting. Um, well, let's talk about, uh, a weird situation that is going on at certain factories uh, this has been happening, and you got to wonder if this is an inside deal, because Thieves has stolen over $1 million worth of Ford F-150 Raptors hmm. right from the Flat Rock assembly plant. They made off with, previously, with four Mustang Shelby GT500s, and uh, basically they just drive them, <laughs> drive them off the lot. I don't know how you do that. Um, yeah. The, these uh, Raptors have a base price of $70,000. And uh, mm. some were chased and would wreck the vehicles. Others were found with parts missing. But uh, this was $1 million worth of 2022 Ford F-150 Raptor pickups. They were stolen, actually, from the Dearborn truck plant storage lot. Um you wonder about the security here. I mean, some of these people took off and ram fences and, but is this a common thing and what kind of security would they have? I guess, do they have the keys in them? So, because they have to be moved around or what? They probably do. Um, I would think the security's pretty good. You're talking a lot of money here. This is, yeah, this is serious stuff. Um, maybe they just, looked for an opportunity uh, when literally no one was watching. Yeah. And they, they did it. And there's just, they must be taking them for parts because you can't sell it. You can't register it. Yeah. Well, unless you just big, don't bother registering business. it. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, drive it around. Yeah. Um, oh, I think some of them got shipped uh, to South America. Yeah. And uh, some were driven to South America, (laughs) parted out, scrapped. Yeah. This also Mm -hmm. happened back in May uh, as Chevrolet Camaros were stolen from the Lansing plant. Um, So who knows what's who knows what's going on? What's going on there? It's just, you know, people will do anything if they get a chance. Well, maybe maybe they'll buy a license plate for twenty four million dollars. If they get a chance, they actually do have a chance. Hmm. <laughs> this is a strange story. Uh, they there's a California license plate, black plate M M, is it? And it's currently 
listed for $24.3 million. Hmm. The second most expensive plate is Go Viral for $3,888,000. Uh, and this is, uh, uh, there's a company called Plate, the Plate Broker. I didn't know you could sell plates because, I, I mean, in New York, that's it. You don't get to pick your number unless you do a vanity plate. And if you have a vanity plate, I can't say, oh, hey, Les, I know you really like my plate. So I'm going to sell it to you. You can't sell license plates. Maybe it's different well, there. But many states are different here. Most states like Virginia, Maryland, so on, uh, you can you can buy a plate from the year that your car was built um, and put it on a car legally. Interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, they're called vintage plates, Oh, just so, which I've always done. Just because it looks, it makes it accurate. It's a nice little thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in this case, this this license plate is California MM for obviously Marilyn Monroe. Mm -hmm. And somebody thinks it's worth twenty four million. I don't know. I I would say there's better ways to spend twenty four million than that. Uh, mm. I don't know, but. So far, no one's no one's picked it up. Uh, <laughs> so, less, you know, you still have that option to pick it up if you if you want to. I, um, well, no thanks. I, I I'll just get a piece of cardboard <laughs> and put it on the back of the car. Hey, uh, let's talk a little bit about something that's a little more affordable. Uh, they announced this week. It's a good-looking interior that the CRV uh, is uh, coming out in 2023. New interior, sort of like this Civic with that that kind of, I don't know what you call it, uh, uh, kind of screen in the dash, which I like screen design. I think they've done a great job. Looks nice and clean. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they've redone the HRV. Now they're doing the CRV. These are two important vehicles. In the Honda lineup, and I think their current products are a little outdated, and they are obviously getting some love on the inside and the outside, and more power. So uh, I think that's good news. If you're thinking about buying a CRV, check out the interior of the new one, 2023, and uh, something something to keep in mind if you are going to buy one of those vehicles. But when we come back, Les, you're going to have an at-the-wheel review of the Ford Escape Hybrid. I've been seeing a lot more Ford Escapes around here. I think people finally discovered them. They probably forgot about them. They can't get other cars, so they've decided to get them. <laughs> That's right. But uh, I want to hear about the hybrid. I've only driven the regular version of the Escape, so... We look forward to that at-the-wheel review from you when we come back on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We will be right back. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. I'm Les. He's Fred. Mm -hmm. And I uh, just uh, tested this past week the uh, 
a vehicle that I see everywhere. And Fred, you do too. And we've just completely forgotten about them. Yeah. Um, but as something to own, you know, I always, when I test them, I think about, well, would I own this? And it's a Ford Escape uh, hybrid and just just front wheel drive. Okay. Um, this particular one is uh, was painted in rapid red. Okay. With an ebony sandstone interior, black and uh-huh. black and brown actually. Nice, uh, you know, very nice interior, very nice quality materials. Everything's laid out. This is a very, you know, this is kind of an everyday uh, family car SUV. Not okay. huge, not tiny. Uh, they made it more car-like compared to the. They older did. It's estate. it's like a tall station wagon. <gasps> You oh, did I? <laughs> Les, uh, Les, yeah. I told you not to use words I, like I that know, on the I'm, air. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I hope our 10 second delay cut that out. Uh, anyway, uh, it's uh, obviously powered by an electric motor, but it's got a two and a half liter uh, four cylinder mm-hmm. uh, engine. Not powerful at all. <laughs> okay. But it's not, it's not supposed to be. Uh-huh. Um, if you're just driving, actually, I'm going to just tell you why this thing works so well. Um, if you're just driving on the engine uh, alone, the, the gas engine, it gets 40 miles to the gallon. This That's is not great. a small vehicle. This is, you know, five passengers uh, and a bunch of luggage. That's 40 to the gallon. If you're driving combined electric uh, and gas, it, it has the capability on the highway uh, to get a hundred and five miles to the to the gallon. Wow! Now, what did I average driving around DC and suburbs and I ninety five? I averaged fifty six. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Just think about that, um, especially these days. Now, to be clear, did you have the plug-in hybrid or the hybrid? Because they sell both. This is a plug-in hybrid. Plug-in hybrid. And, and only got, front-wheel drive available on the plug-in right. hybrid. And I, I only plugged it in once <laughs> because we get lazy. Right. And I and I drove um, locally uh, shopping. I drove about 28 miles before the gas engine cut in. Okay, but 28 miles is a lot. If you're just that's a lot, you that could last you a couple of days, really. If, well, if you're not driving you think, anywhere, yeah. If you think about it, if I drove those 28 miles and then another uh 40 on the gas engine alone, which you almost never do, um, that's you know, that that's 60 miles to the gallon. Wow, so so it's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty efficient vehicle that i frankly had just lost track of yeah uh i think we all did because it's it's a ford escape you know everybody's got one well no they don't mm-hmm. um anyway getting in um comfortable easy to get into no climbing uh nice comfortable seats everything's where it ought to be in front of you visibility out it's terrific mm-hmm um, and the, uh, the, the 
um, Headroom thing we never open. <laughs> oh, oh the, yeah, nobody. I don't know anyone that uses those. I don't know. No, uh, but it's got a real good uh, shade over it, and it also the rear uh, passengers' doors windows uh, also have privacy glass. This is an option that this this is the twenty eight hundred dollar uh, convenience package that has those. It has. Uh, all cut, you know. They obviously a special remote. The red paint is 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 four hundred dollars of that. Yeah, it's for the tinted clear coat, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's what you yeah. you get. That that's become ob- that's become obvious. It's become common. That's right. Not obvious. It's become yeah, common. and that panoramic right panoramic roof, uh, wireless charging. Those are all part of this twenty eight hundred dollar option package. That frankly, I'll bet. You can't even find them on the dealer's lots without it. Right. Um, but everything else, uh, it's a, uh, you know, it's a uh, a nice instrument panel, 12.3 inch screen that's mm-hmm. nicely integrated. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't, you know, right up here sticking, you know, looking like somebody went to uh, Radio Shack and bolted <laughs> one to the dash. <laughs> If there's a Radio Shack. I was going to ask that. Yeah. I, I don't think so. I think they went out of business. Anyway, it, coming with it, active park assist, uh, a 10-speaker, really nice sound system, cross-traffic uh, alert, rear, um, co-pilot assist, that's smart cruise control, uh, smart steering, lane-keeping Mm-hmm. Uh, really nice, really nice. Um, of course, push button start. Everybody has to have a push button start. Yeah, if you don't, it's which, weird. It's like which I crank find, windows. Uh, yeah, am- amusing. Anyway, pedestrian alert. Okay, it's a it's a an alarm. Um, remote start, of course. Um, everything it, it is mm-hmm. just there, I and mean, it it's it's just like. They, they Ford thought about this. They said, "Well, just put all these things in there." Um, it's it's seamless. Uh, and speaking of seamless, by the way, driving it, you don't know if the battery is assisting you or not. You can't feel anything. You don't even feel the gas engine. Wow. Um, although under load, the gas engine does have a little pocket a pocket a. So that you you can, that's the best description I can give you. Uh Um, Anyway, um, the, 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 the escape just is so quiet and so smooth to drive that you just feel comfortable in it. It feels like a really great pair of shoes. Huh? That, that you don't want to give up. I, I instantly said, geez, I, I'd like to own this thing. Wow, that's a that's a great review because it's kind of- I mean, it really is just a fine, fine vehicle. And it's not cheap, but it's not horribly expensive for a plug-in hybrid that's giving you a reliable 50, 60, 70 miles to the gallon in yeah. overall driving. Uh, how much does it cost? Well- it was base price is thirty eight, uh, five eighty five. The options was another twenty eight. Delivery is twelve hundred. It all comes up 
to uh, 43025. But of course, there are uh, some some incentives, uh, federal and state incentives. But what a terrific machine! It, it I, I just I just can't recommend it enough. Now, I guess the only negative is in the plug-in hybrid, you can't get all-wheel drive. In the hybrid model, which is also right. good, you can get all-wheel drive. And and, right. and then they have the regular gas models. Then. Yeah. It kind of um, looks a little bit like the Aston Martin, uh, <laughs> you know, crossover. But I would yeah. say the Aston Martin crossover probably looks like the Escape because the Escape came out first, I think. <laughs> Well, the Escape's been out a long time, as you know. Yeah. Uh, you rode endless numbers of Escape cabs in New York City. Oh, yeah. And the hybrids, I think some of those things are still going. That's like two <laughs> generations ago. Like, like a half a million miles on them. Yeah. Um, this thing is a is a real find. You ought to check one out. Yeah, I look forward to driving, driving one soon. Hey, we appreciate it, Les Jackson. Great review of the Ford Escape plug-in hybrid. Please check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, check out the YouTube feed. I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We'll see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details.